In related news, I just got my AARP card this week. That band, not my unfortunate balding pattern. Thanks, Grandpa. Up next. It's showtime, folks. Breaking down the best four songs. This, this, is Mount Great heavens. What kind of radio show is this? Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Take a seat, glam rock boars. Dig a deep breath, you spandex-wearing muscle shirt donning rock-a-lights of Rockmore Nation. I am your host for this Memorial Day weekend climb as we pay tribute to the four career-defining songs of one year in the life of rock. We go back to where it all started when a day, and I know that maybe some of you can recall this, some of you can't, when Parachute Pants shifted to spandex, Aquanet was for more than the ladies to use. And a show was a goddamn rock show. This Mount Rushmore is taking us back to 1983 to memorialize hair metal. Now, if that sounds remotely interesting to you, do us a small favor. Check out our other Mount Rockmore ventures at thebowershow.com. T-H-E-B-O-W-E-R-S-H-O-W.com. Recently, we tackled the Mount Rockmore of the band Europe. Southern Fried Rockers 38 Special, The Offspring, Rat. We also got a little help with the Beastie Boys and Alice in Chains from our fellow rockers over at the NFL Network. And you can check this all out at home, too. Yeah, it's easy enough to be on the road or on the train listening through your headphones, but a lot of us aren't traveling these days. A lot of us are staying home due to coronavirus. And sure, things are loosening up across this country here on Memorial Day weekend, but you can also ask Alexa to play Mount Rockmore. Simply enough, Alexa, play Mount Rockmore on TuneIn. And you know what she'll do? She'll put out. Like a white snake groupie, she'll put out. We're taking on an entire year here today, 1983, when hair metal, the infection of it, actually took hold. Sure, your Motley Crue's and Ozzy Osbourne solo stuff had already been out, but 1983 was the year. The year that it all started to coagulate in a giant spandexy Petri dish. 83 was the year. It, it's, it floated into our ear holes. Hair metal that it infected what little part of our mind wasn't being bombarded by video game arcades or the brand new NES system that you can have in your house. No, no, this this was slowly testing us positive for headbang. Our play-in in this particular Mount Rockmore of 1983 hair metal. This band had been rocking, had been technically in the rock in Canada business for almost a decade when they hit the radio airwaves of America. So grab that first ever NES you had and your Chicken McNuggets because both of them were invented in 1983. And it's time for us to begin the climb. Now, I am fully aware that I will not be able to satisfy every, ooh, hair metal was only an L.A. thing. How dare you include bands from outside the Sunset Strip? I've seen the dirt on Netflix. Kind of hair metal purist. I understand that. But this Mount Rockmore is bringing range, scope, from 10,000 feet up about the 
about the length of D. Snyder's teased up bangs down to the bottom of his curly locks, that kind of 10,000 feet. We're bringing the influence, the sweat of some and the bands who helped solidify the hair metal world way back in 1983. So the play in here, the one is a give me, somebody who deserves to be on the board, didn't quite make the cut when it came to the chiseling. These hair metal gods out of Canada. Yeah, I know it's weird for me to say it as much as it's weird for you to hear it. Hair metal gods out of Canada had been playing and recording since 1974. They've toured with bands like Kiss, Aerosmith, Rush, Motley Crue, Alice Cooper, White Snake, Night Ranger, Heart, Quiet Riot, Wasp, Motorhead, among others. When they made it, they had to drop their T-shirts and jeans look in favor of leather gear in order to stay current. You're playing, and it's right there in the name of the song. From Helix in this 1983 Mount Rockmore, Heavy Metal Love on Mount Rockmore. Knock down and getting back up rock stories. 
How about knocked down, getting back up, knocked down again, getting back up, and then getting knocked down again before you actually get signed to a record label? I mean, these guys had to change their image from that of a standard bar band to like this new hair metal band kind of things. And it finally got them signed to Capitol Records after being rejected not once, not twice, but three times by Capitol Records, finally getting themselves signed. Helix, you're playing here on the 1983 hair metal Mount Rushmore. It's carve time, my friends. Back in 1983, Bon Jovi was just starting to officially get formed, as were Warrant, White Lion, Striper, and Poison. And as men who looked like women, spoke like men, and played like, in their own terms, motherfuckers, Twisted Sister had long learned how to handle themselves in a bar fight. But with its challenge of, we're all ready if you want to start, Here, they were instigating a showdown, beginning with the sound of marching feet for our first carve in the Mount Rushmore of 1983 hair metal songs. A little comedic charm to it. It's The Kids Are Back, Twisted Sister, our first song on the Mount Rockmore of 1983. The 
And when they made Twisted Sister, they broke the mold. Like a bunch of marauding drag queens from the streets of New York. How did, by the way, how did Dee Snyder never become a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race? Just curious. Listen, not for nothing, Ru, but you might want to have Dee fully Twisted Sistered out on your show as a judge on some level. I mean, these guys look like they were marauding the streets of New York. They were the bastard offspring of Kiss and British Glam. Like, Slade, led from the front by Dee Snyder. Their rise to success took the best part of the decade. But they ruled MTV throughout the early and mid-80s. On the way, a big hair band from the 80s making a resurgence in popularity thanks to an insurance commercial. In related news, I just got my AARP card this week. That band, not my unfortunate balding pattern. Thanks, Grandpa. Up next, here on Mount Rockmore. If you're just joining us, we are covering a developing story. We go back now to Southern California, where a VH1 bus crashed just a short while ago, spilling more than 2,000 pounds of slut onto Interstate 5 near Palmdale. The bus was transporting contestants for the new VH1 reality series, The Road to Knoxville, in which 18 scantily clad young women vie for the heart of divorce stuntman Johnny Knoxville. Officials there are struggling to control the spread of slut, which has already polluted the roadway and is spreading now down a hillside into residential areas. Let's go live to Onion News Network's Brian Scott, who's live on the scene. Brian, what's exactly going on out there? Well, it's just horrible, Anna. The highway here was not pristine to begin with, but now it's covered in all of this orange skin slut. I've only been here an hour. I've already seen four three-way kisses and six tattoos with misspellings. Oh. And downwind, the stench of perfume and tequila mixed together is pretty difficult to stomach. Well, it sounds like quite a scene. Brian, I understand that the sluts had been loaded onto the bus in Huntington Beach early this morning. Is that right? But that's where it began. Yes, the sluts were being transported from a negligee-wearing rock climbing contest there to a girl-on-girl paintball match when the crash occurred. There's been speculation, in fact. The accident was actually caused by some slut leaking into the front cab on the vehicle and getting on the driver. I see. Now, the local fire department is just not equipped to handle something this toxic. No, the yeah. problem is that we're very close to the San Gabriel River and officials are concerned that the sluts might go skinny dipping in it or think it's a hot tub and make out in it. Oh my gosh, yeah. But we should say too that the crews, they're doing their best. They're just trying to keep these sluts contained with impromptu strip-offs and shooter contests in the ditch binding. Now we've just gotten word that VH1 has issued a statement. It's on their website. It says they are fully committed to the safe handling of sluts. Yes, but but the EPA has urged VH1 to use perhaps a more diluted form of slut than this highly concentrated slut they use now. Yeah, all sounds uh, sounds like good stuff, but I don't think VH1 one's gonna ever go for that. Brian, stay safe out there and don't fuck any of those sluts. This is, this is a clearly, clearly not metrosexual moment moment in history. Crazy Horse. Celebrated for his ferocity in battle, Crazy Horse was recognized among the Lakota Indians as a visionary leader. In 1876, the U.S. War Department ordered all Lakota onto reservations, and Crazy Horse? He didn't say, let's share, let's hold hands and sing Kumbaya. He became a leader of the resistance. Furthermore, he rode into battle on an angry Steed, not some pansy automobile like a VW Bug or a PT Cruiser. Crazy Horse famously said, my lands are where my dead lie buried. A famous metrosexual once said, my lands are where my Prada loafers await purchase. If around today, Crazy Horse would kick that guy's ass. This has been Lee Camp. For more funny crap, check out LeeCamp.net and SharkBaby.com. Breaking down the best four songs. What do you think about that? 
fuckhead. Welcome back to the Mount Rockmore podcast. If what we're doing here is bringing back some happy party time memories from your youth, please check out our website, thebowershow.com, and follow us on Twitter. Give us a rating. Give us a review. One to five stars on iTunes. One star if you thought Madonna was the greatest thing since George Michael's beard. Literally and figuratively. And, and five stars if this podcast brings back a fantastic memory, faint as it may be. And yes, you did do that in the parking lot before that Coliseum tour. It's time here at Mount Rockmore for our second song being pounded into the mountainside of 1983. This appears as the second track of their first EP. It's also considered to be the band's first big hit. Now, that band did a weird thing in the MTV age. The music video for this song was most likely shot after the release of their first full-length album, after they became popular. It featured scenes from videos from that album, like it had clips from Round and Round, Wanted Man, Back for More, all of them off of their Out of the Cellar album, which came after their EP did. But when they filmed the video for this song... They had several cameos from guys like Ozzy Osbourne, Nikki Six, and Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. Song number two on the Mount Rushmore of 1983 hair metal songs is Rat. You think you're tough here on Mount Rockmore. Give it to you. When you 
let me just apologize right now if uh, if you thought I was bragging about receiving my AARP card. I, I apologize for that. It's not a not a brag, not even a humble brag, to be absolutely honest with you. Those guys, Rat, made a little bit of a comeback in this coronavirus world. A band, although outside of Stephen Pierce, he really doesn't look the same as it did throughout the 80s, is featured in this very Geico commercial. The new house is amazing, so much character. Original crown molding, walk-in closets. We do have a rat problem. There's the band inside the attic. At least Geico makes bundling our home and car insurance easy. Does help us save. (laughs) And in the kitchen. Bathroom. For bundling made easy, go to Geico.com. And thank you, Geico, for reestablishing their career. Again, Rat was supposed to be on the road this summer. They had a big headlining event with like Skid Row and other bands. And once again, we're in this coronavirus world. Uh, Hopefully, when the loosening up does occur and people are able to get back to normal, we will get a chance to see Stephen Piercy and the boys and Rat on the road. TheRatPack.com is the website you can find for more information there. Now we're halfway through the Mount Rushmore of 1983 songs. We've got two songs to go, but first, it's time for a little 1983 hair metal Today You Learned. Today, today, today you learned. Today, today, today you learned. Think of it as after dinner trivia, after you've had your first six piece McNuggets, also created back in 1983. Today you learned. That in 1983, Helix released a music video for Gimme Gimme Good Lovin', creating a parody of the Miss America pageant titled the Miss Rock Fantasy Pageant. Two versions of that video were created, an uncensored version featuring semi-nude and topless women and a censored version made available for the more mainstream media markets like MTV. It caused some controversy several years after its initial release when it was learned that among the cast of porn stars that appear topless in the uncensored version was a then-known 16-year-old Tracy Lords as Miss Georgia. Today, you learned RAT was supposed to be an acronym for Rock All the Time, R-A-T-T, but the band members forgot to put the periods after each letter, so the name now resembles a certain kind of rodent instead. Today, you learned Twisted Sisters D. Snyder wrote one of the best-selling Christmas songs of all time. No, it wasn't a song on Twisted Christmas, but rather this song. That's Celine Dion singing The Magic of Christmas Day, God Bless Us Everyone. She did so without knowing that the Twisted Sister frontman penned the song. Moreover, as Dee Snyder credits that song as the payoff to his home. He originally recorded God Bless Us Everyone as a Christmas gift for his wife. And finally, today you learn when Quiet Riot covered Slade's Come On, Feel the Noise, they hated the song. But Pasha Records, their record company, demanded it. Lead singer Kevin DeBro, drummer Frankie Benali, then said, okay, when we go into the studio to record it, we are going to make the worst cover we can possibly imagine in order to make the label refuse to release it. Instead, that song became a top 10 hit in the United States. And that's 
1983 hair metal today you learned. Today, today, today you learned. Today, today, today you learned. Speaking of Quiet Riot, Quiet Riot songs... I mean, we take a look at a band that released their first two albums in 1977 and 1978. That's when Quiet Riot was already out there. So, yes, they technically fall out of this 1983 range as far as their history. But those albums were only released in Japan. The records featured Randy Rhodes, who would later gain great recognition as the guitarist in Ozzy Osbourne's band before Rhodes passed away in a plane accident. And this song in particular is the song that we just heard about that made them a big, big success, Quiet Riot. Song number three on the Mount Rushmore of 1983 goes to the song the band hated before it ever became a huge hit for them. It's Quiet Riot's Come On, Feel the Noise here on Mount Rockmore.
That song was a song that brought the band fame, fortune, glory, and a spot on the soundtrack to many 90s and 2000s video games. Come on, feel the noise. Turned out to be Quiet Riot's biggest hit of their career. Peaked at number five on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1983. Now, here on this Memorial Day weekend, we recall the rockers that came before, well, I guess whatever bullshit it is the Grammys refer to as rock musicians now. And we look back at 1983 with great honor, love, a certain amount of hearing loss, and a whole lot of Aquanet. And while we prepare for our final ascent up the Mount Rushmore of 1983 for our fourth and final carving, let's salute those songs that couldn't quite make the climb. In the Bubblegum Valley... Line the mangled remains of Fastways, say what you will. Or the somewhat embarrassing and make-up-less Lick It Up from Kiss. And we warn you, you might want to avert your eyes over where the rotting corpses in Power Ballad Gully lie. The remains of Coney Hatch's first time for everything in Night Ranger's Sister Christian have taken their long-awaited dirt nap there. Now... Back to the mountainside. And there's a lot we could do here. Def Leppard released Pyromania in 1983. Dio released Holy Diver in 1983. And both changed my eardrums forever. Y&T released Mean Streak. But the final song in our final carving is a debut that put the singer's last name and the name of the band on the lips of headbangers across America. That's next here on Mount Rockmore. Christian rockers deny kicking ass. It's the Onion Radio News. I'm Doyle Redland. Controversy erupted throughout the Christian contemporary music scene in the wake of recent allegations that the Anaheim area Christian rock trio Witness kicks ass. All three members of Witness have denied the charges. Drummer Walt Shep. Yes, our music may rock to some extent, but it's certainly not about kicking ass. It's about transcending earthly sin. If found guilty of ass kicking, Witness could be excluded from the upcoming Creation 2002 Festival at the Christodome in Jackson, Missouri. Doyle Redland for the Onion Radio News, online at theonion.com. Garth Brooks live in Central Park. Garth Brooks live from the deck of the USS Enterprise. And Garth Brooks live from South Padre Island. Now comes Garth Brooks live from the shore. Yes, that's right. CBS is the network that has the biggest hard-on for Garth Brooks. In fact, we're so hard for Garth that we're changing our network call letters from GBS to GBS for Garth Brooks Shooter. You've heard Garth play guitar in the park, and you've heard him belt out a song across a military battleship. Now you'll hear him grunt his way through a Sunday morning growler. Only GBS has the nads to take you where Garth drops the kids off at the pool and dabs up after the squirts. This weekend, get ready for the first installation of the new GBS Garth trilogy, Garth Brooks Live from His Shirt. Bringing you the skids like only Garth can. Hey, this is Garth. Be sure to catch my turtle poking its head out for you this weekend on GBS. Watch Garth Brooks live from his sh- this weekend. Then look for Garth Brooks live from rubbing one off into a sweat sock Christmas special. And Garth Brooks itching my ball sack and smelling my fingers New Year's Eve spectacular. It's the GBS Garth Brooks trilogy starting this weekend only on GBS. We got a hard on for Garth. 
breaking down the best four songs. This, this, this is Mount Rock. Now that is on the radio. It will be playing while you drive your children to school. Parents are outraged and are pushing to get this thing yanked or at least limited. Yanked. She said yanked. Hey, everybody, it's Bauer. Welcome back to Mount Rockmore. We're down to our last track on the Mount Rushmore of hair metal songs that really kicked off the genre in 1983. First, we ask you to visit our website, thebowershow.com. T-H-E-B-O-W-E-R-S-H-O-W.com. Hit up our shop, complete with Mount Rockmore t-shirts. Perfect for summertime wear, or if you're like me, and if you put on an extra Corona 15... It's really 25 pounds. Then you might just want to wear that same shirt in the pool if you ever get a chance to go out and hit that this summer. we got sweatshirts, other gear, all of it available at thebowershow.com slash shop. See our daily video podcast there, Beer Half Full Bower, where we dish out the smiles in this coronavirus world every day under 10 minutes. I guarantee you at least one smile or your money back. Now, at the beginning, Doc in front of the lineup of Don Dockin on vocals, George Lynch on guitar, Juan Crochet on bass, and Mick Brown on drums. Shortly after the release of their first album, Breaking the Chains, Juan left Dawkins to go play for Rat and was replaced with Jeff Pilsen, who remained in there until, I want to say, the early 2000s. It was a long period of time. Good stay there for Jeff Pilsen. Uh, of the original lineup, only Don and Mick remain, with a couple of times the, hey, we're reuniting with George, and that feels good and looks good, and... George Lynch saying, all right, I'll do the one-off every once in a while with Dawkins. But this was the first tune to get radio airplay in the U.S. from Dawkins. While the record itself stayed below the Billboard Top 100 album charts, this single made it all the way up to number 32 in 1983, putting Dawkins' name on the lips of American headbangers everywhere. For a hard rock song, it's got a pretty catchy melody. The chorus swings from one chord to the other. You can bang your head to it or just tap your foot to it. The final spot on the Mount Rockmore of 1983 hair metal goes to Dockett, breaking the chains here on Mount Rockmore. Somebody that 
damn it, that's a good song. Man. And if you know anything about Dokken, you know that rift between Don Dokken and George Lynch. Like any feud, there are all sorts of reasons. And depending on who you ask, you might get the truth in there. There's George's side. There's Don's side. Someplace in the middle lies the truth. There's even some talk that it may have even been artificially hammed up to generate publicity. But if you're asking yourself why they couldn't just concentrate on music, then you and I are thinking the same exact thing. Seems especially tragic in the light of what they could have done together, but we're still fortunate that they gave us their best of what they did. 1983 was a good year for hair bands. And for many, many bands that we see out there today still touring, they kicked off the careers. 1983 hair metal kicked off the careers for bands that are still touring today, despite rehabilitation and occupational therapist warnings. Hate my picks? Think you could do better? Tweet us at Mount Rockmore. Let me know, because I might need you to help me co-host upcoming Rockmores. Now, one band we didn't get a chance to get to, but still epically influential back in 1983. And anyone who has their faintest memory of what they did in the parking lot to pregame for that big hair metal show back in 1983, or for those of you who actually, you know, provided sexual services in the seats at the Cow Palace in San Francisco when a 14-year-old Bauer went to see Judas Priest with adult chaperones including my mom and our church priest, thanks for the disturbing memory of me looking back at them to wave and seeing two rows behind them, someone getting suck-started like a Harley. Through a thick cloud of contact high smoke, by the way. Tell those people to subscribe. We'll be here for your 40th high school graduation road trip. I'm Bowers. See ya.